Good to go. My my first soulmate. <laughs> this is Bubbles and Bitches. I'm Brandy. And Darnell. And we have Jonathan Lorenzo, my love heart. Hello, hello. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Back of, in it. Yes. He's a, my first true love. Yes, a favorite guest on the podcast. He is. Yes, a lot of people, people are have like, been asking oh. for you. When's Jonathan coming back on? Yeah. So. Round two. Yeah. We're back. We're better than ever. <laughs> so we're good. We and and we are. And this sharing... time we won't talk about stinky vaginas. Well, it may come up. I don't no know. No promises. <laughs> <laughs> you never know what happens in this group. It's hey, but... you don't have. For the record, you don't have a stinky vagina. No. No. I don't have one. I don't have one in my life. <laughs> yeah. We're You're good. good to go. You're yeah, good. No, we're, You're we're, tell the we're set up for the. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're goodness. set up for success. Yeah. I'm a happy person. That's, yeah. That's good. <laughs> Hashtag go Maggie. Yeah. <laughs> so um, this is, has been a very long week for us and we are sharing some spirits. I'm not. Some spirits. <laughs> All right, I'll I fill you like in. I feel like a cheerleader She's, right now. I'm... She, my mom, is a bottle deep herself. <laughs> I think I'm I've trying to catch up. Probably collectively. Greg must be right now. Three beers, maybe. Yeah, we're like, about he has no. A we're drunk about eye right no. Must... I started before Greg. We're we're about par with You're each other. We're we're pretty much three beers each. I came to two, the party. Two three beers. I came to the party late, so I'm trying to catch up. I'm at my second glass, so okay. It's I'm a dangerous trying, I'm going game. Fast. I'm going That's fast. a dangerous <laughs> game. <laughs> It's a dangerous game. I'm gonna catch up. Sleep the other. on the couch tonight. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, yeah. oh hmm. I will. You can sleep in bed with me tonight. <laughs> Greg gets the couch. <laughs> Sorry, Greg. Hey, I have slept on Greg's side before. I know, okay. and it was so it's comfy. Very wasn't comfy it? bed. They have a comfy very bed. Very comfy. Oh, they have a that's comfy what bed. Casper right before he died. Yeah. Oh, R.I.P. Sorry, that was a downer. But that was a good night. We're thinking about we getting had. another dog. Are you guys really? Because we you've are been talking back and forth. Thank you. We are. Thank you. <laughs> we are thinking about getting another dog. Well, I mean, we're do we're. You we don't ju- know. <sighs> that said, it no, all. we want no. <laughs> we want the thing is we we do want to get another dog, but it's like it is a lot of work. Mm-hmm. But well, Greg, you, guys, you guys have liked the freedom right now. Like you could come and go. Kind of do. We kind of do. You can do a trip. You don't have to worry about you know someone watching the dog or Jay being home or putting the dog. You I know, will in say a, somebody is always home. home for the most part, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know somebody's always home. So. I know. Jonathan is like hands down wants another fucking dog. Oh, you do. You do. Yeah. Want another Not dog. another Pekingese. But yeah. I, you know, <laughs> oh. another, another dog is hey, welcome. What about a Pekingese? <laughs> They're so cute. You just want to hold them. So you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> you did not want to hold them. I know. That was a lie. <laughs> well, no, I did. I no, I wanted to, but he bit me. But Casper yeah, didn't want so, to. <laughs> didn't want to hold you. He didn't have teeth anyway. Well, so we're thinking about like, well, you know, we think about another Pekingese. Um, mm-hmm. Just to let you guys know, Pekingese they win a lot of dog shows. For the record. <laughs> Um, they are the They're fucking most... fancy, okay. They are fucking fancy, bitch. That's <laughs> right. They are fucking fancy. You know what? I mean, fa- it just fits you. I, you need a fancy fucking right? dog. Like... I need a fucking fancy dog. I want, like, one that, like, gets Botox and shit. <laughs> yes. Yes, highlights one and Botox. Botox. <laughs> hey, I will, um, I will make sure that the dog's fur is actually pink. Not and not like Sonia color, not the red brown uh, or red brown. Yeah, she's like, what she use like color vegetable like dye on it? Period or blood brown, like oh. what? Yes, you <laughs> oh my god, how he do you knows. know that color? <laughs> what happened? How do you notice that? It's true love. How do you, yeah, hey, it really is true love. <laughs> I'm like, that's the way that you know. How it. do you notice that? How do you, what happened? Period <laughs> blood, it's how, <laughs> period blood. That's so it, gross. Okay, because when when you are with someone and it really is true period, love, it's poops fucking, are even gross. It's fucking show Sorry, and tell at that point. It's show it and is. tell. It's like, let me show you what People the fuck's are, going on right now. <laughs> our bitches are going to be like, we heard Brandy say period poops on there, and, and you I just glossed over it. I went right it. over it. Just over it. I know my limit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know my limit. Oh, Nobody shit. likes period poops. <laughs> Those are so gross. 
<laughs> you know, oh okay. I'm gonna count my I'm gonna count my blessings on that one. Yes, we have yeah. the, we have the best I conversations when you're on the podcast. We have the best conversations. That's what I'm here for. I'm sorry, gosh, she's so, already like you know. I'm over this one. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what pops does. Pops doesn't. Pops, aka you guys, is my dad, but he just stops listening. I I don't think he's listened to one he to an episode fuck out. a long time because he. Once he hears something he doesn't want to hear, he just walks He's out. done. My mom hasn't listened for a while either because she says we cuss too much. <laughs> She's like, I can't. I just um, can't get over. Um, yeah. So I'm like, that's well, fine. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll keep quiet on that remark, but yeah. I have a lot to that. And I'm going to tell her maybe at Max's birthday party. Okay. <laughs> What a, better, a what a better I'm time. I'm going to bring 40 a rosé and That's I'm going to be like, venue. let me tell you something, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good venue. Do it in the backyard. That's a, oh, that's a good venue, right? I, I think, think that's a good, yeah. Sure. I think you'd approve of that. That, that. that just, none of that came out right. I don't think I approve of that. look on Darnell's face. No, 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 no. Oh, I think yeah. she did. No, she did not approve of that. No. But at the at the end, I will listen to her. So whatever I can say, I'm gonna say. Yes, I will. As long you. as it's as long as you allow you, me. Yes, I will well, give you a tether. That's the yeah. caveat yeah. with your presence but you, in but general. But you got a rope on you me. Though. Yes. You you will fucking reel. I will that bring shit you back, back in. in. Bring hey, you back in. And kudos to you because Lord knows how long him and I have been trying to do that, <laughs> and we have no success. <laughs> if anything, it just makes it worse. Like, mom, can you please? She's like, no, no, <laughs> you know it's. You. Yeah. And she gets louder or something. That's funny. <laughs> oh, I feel really honored then, because you're like you, you should. You, you have a tether. You really on should. Oh. Yes. Okay. Well, say whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's your secret. This is so funny. Uh, I know, but I just think like you know, I forgot what I was going to say, but I'm going to take a drink. Okay. That's that's where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. That's where we're at. <laughs> Moving. So forward. we have a rosé that we're drinking that's called Summer Water. It is delicious. It's at Whole Foods, you guys. And it's probably one of the fucking best delicious. I've had. It's so I know. smooth. It's really good. And it's at Whole Foods? Yes. Oh, shit. I'm going to Whole Take Foods tomorrow. Take a sip. 85 Grenache, 15 Syrah. Oh. I'm going to Whole Foods tomorrow. Babe. Eight- <laughs> yeah, you are. Some. You're going with Max and Randall. Yeah, I'm like, hey, Randall, happy Father's Day. I'm getting a case of rosé. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's balanced. It's he would be sweet. Totally it's floral. Oh, that's yeah. a funny that's part. good. Isn't that yummy? Yeah, no, it that's is, good. It, that is funny because. Would you care for a glass? <laughs> no, I, I just, I'm good. He has his beer. I am good. He has his beer. Um, well, what's funny is like Randall will go and he's like, oh, I got you a, I got you a bottle of rosé. And I'm like, thanks. He's like, it's in the freezer. I'm like, great, because he's chilling it. And I'm like, oh, it'll be like a Saturday or Sunday. And then he'll open it and he'll pour me a glass. And then he pours himself. I'm like, whoa, whoa, what are what? you? Why are you drinking my rosé? Like, I'm not like, stop drinking my... And he's like, well, it's, we're sharing. I'm like, no. Oh, you well, drink you the get, beer, give me the rosé. Yeah, like, he gets a half a glass, a, one glass at the most. He he can put Greg down some rosé. Greg usually rose. will drink one glass with me, and then the rest I have. Uh-huh. Tonight when I got home, I had the whole champagne bottle to my own. Champagne with strawberries. I we were on beer. champagne. We were waiting for you. We knew what we had. You know what <laughs> Listen, I mean? Listen, we had to do. Exactly. You guys, I left at three. It actually, I left at about two forty-five from the office in West LA, and I got home at fucking six ten. Yeah, that's oh my that god, that is fucking bullshit. She texts me rock. and she's like, "I'm still driving. I've been yeah. driving for three hours." I was like, yeah. "Oh, girl, please train a comfy, nice open. car." I, shit. Thank God I have a badass car. Thank God you do. <laughs> Although I did cry in it this week. I was like, <laughs> my boss ass bitch moment was that I did this five day arbitration. It was a me too arbitration, by the way. I can't give any details on it, but it was a it was a good bunch of people. And the arbitrator was one of the best that I've ever worked for. And today he was like, um, yeah, we're going to end the day early at like 330. <laughs> and they're like, oh, well, we thought we would go straight to like 4.30, take a half hour lunch. And he goes, oh, my gosh. He goes, no, no, can't do that. He's like, and they go, this shit up. They, they go, <laughs> they go well, wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, is that, you know, they have like over 20 witnesses on this arbitration and we got through three. 
Oh my oh. god! This arbitration was supposed to end today with Holy every witness. Shit. Oh my god! And so it was kind of funny. So the arbitrator was like, "You, you guys, uh, this is this is fucking happening." Oh my god! Um, I'm glad the arbitrator had a voice. He did. I'm told that. And you know what? He smokes five cigars a day. Oh my god! Oh he, my god! He's badass. He's oh. 78 to tomorrow. Oh shit! And he he was going to his Dodger game with his his son lives in Long Beach, mm-hmm. so he his son got on the Union train. Uh-huh. They're oh, going oh. to the Union straight. Sorry, Union Station. I said that wrong. They're going to the Union Station. He was picking his son up to go, to and the they game. were going, and he was driving him to the game. And he was telling me so many stories of when he was an attorney when he was younger, and it was so cute. He was like, you know, I used to. You know, I've always lived in Orange County in San Diego, and I've always worked in L.A. So what I used to do is I used to, uh, he goes, I smoked cigarettes until the 90s. Then after that, babe, what did, who, did he say, who did he say smoked? Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill. He's like, I read a thing on Winston Churchill that he smoked a, uh, I, I think it was like, it was a lot of cigars a day. Oh my god! And he lived until he was ninety-five. So he switched to cigars. So his his well, shit, his kids his kids I know, and he's right? still working. His kids were like totally giving him shit and his mom about smoking cigarettes. Mm-hmm. So he's like, well, you know, I'm gonna fine. I'll quit cigarettes. So now he smokes cigars. And he cuts them at the table and everything. He's oh awesome. <laughs> They're more pure, I suppose. You know, there's a lot less. And he says and that none, none get in his lungs, so he's. he's uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. They're there. Una piquita. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Una piquita. Yes. Yes. I think so. Do you remember una piquita? Yes, I remember that very How? well. Okay. I, Randy and I still use it at home once in a while. What you can, tell them? That nobody knows about una piquita. I don't know if we talked about it on. The we podcast. never did. Um, there was one night we went out. I think we went to San Diego, right? Oh, we went to we San did. Diego, and the boys. It was the boys, whatever. They, they were drinking retarded. their beer. Oh, oh! Don't say that that retarded. I'm sorry, you guys. Don't say it again, you guys. I haven't said that word in a long time, so you give haven't. me a pass. I swear, it's I am drunk. working on it, and yes. I just had a lot to drink. It doesn't mean. Maybe it means my true colors came out. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, but that's true, right? That's I what think happens. that word is funny. You should stop but your head. Stop, but I'm stopping. <laughs> so we... we I'm working on it. <laughs> we need All an attorney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, I got, I got, I got my Winston Churchill. You got your attorneys. So we yeah. all went to San Diego. The boys got drunk. He's Sicilian, by the way. Oh, um, that's good. His license plate is Sicilian. That's what it says. That's cute. On the back. I just saw and it today. proud. That's cute, yeah. He was <laughs> proud. He was Sicilian and proud. He has like a license plate frame. Yeah. That's like right. and proud or something, yeah. Hey, so, he looks old as fuck. All those cigars. <laughs> no. Right? It's all this no, it's bound to catch black. up with you. Because mm. black don't crack. Is that not good that no, I just said that? No, that's fine. I'm trying to talk down the story about Oh, tell a story. Tell a story about Unipaquita. So we all go to San Diego, and the boys get drunk, and I'm driving everybody, which is totally fine. I don't know if I was pregnant during that time. but anyways, No, you I were was, not. Anyways, I was the driver. Thank God. Right? <laughs> I anyways, like I was days. the driver, and we're coming back. We're going back to Brandy and Greg's house, and we're all hungry, so we drive to um, oh, Del no. Taco. No, oh, didn't. the boys were hungry. How many times did Greg say... I mean, did Randy say, I want some French fries? Yes. In the and, back seat. And they we were, were like, sh- well, you they were, were so Because they were like trying to whisper. And they were not whispering. They were like no. so loud. We're like, we can fucking hear you. Like, yeah. shut up, you know? So finally, we go to Del Taco and we place our order. And from the back, Greg is yelling, Una Paquita. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Like, what are you talking about? Like, it was, oh man, we were so mad. So, so. Randy's like, I want, a, I want some French fries. And then Greg kept saying, Una Paquita. And we like, didn't know what, what Una Paquita meant. They don't even know what that meant. No, like, I know, but Greg still to this day says Una Paquita. So does Randy. Yep. It's oh. funny now. At the time, it was not funny. Oh, you were <laughs> so fucking I pissed. I was so mad. You know, because I mean, you had to drive because we were all. Th- this all started out Una Paquita with Casper. I didn't know the origin oh. of where that came from until right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, until, literally, until right now. Story. No, that was news so to me. Casper? That was you where. Used to say it all the time to get yeah. Oh, I did. 
like you didn't know that. Circles I had no become idea where circles. the origin came from. Yeah. Hey. How exactly. funny. The Venn diagram of life. I forgot. That's funny. It's I didn't know you didn't know It's the circle of life. That's about my Elton John voice. <laughs> you give the old, the old college try. Are you so glad you joined us on this episode? Very, very. <laughs> you just sit. So, there. what's going on with you right now? <laughs> what's happening? Um, I've I've just just been working, just been working and trying to tell where tell you, them what you do. Where are you working at right um, now? Yeah. I work. He's a hot piece of ass. I, <laughs> <laughs> is that weird that I said that about my kid? Well, I don't give a fuck if it is. <laughs> Go ahead. Maggie, Maggie's all smiling right now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I work at a, this little rooftop bar in Laguna Beach right now, and then I'm about to, I just had a, an interview today trying to get into a bartend at another good spot out in Irvine that just opened up pretty recently. It's the, uh, rooftop bar at the Marriott by the Irvine it's Spectrum. It's called Honey. Hive and Honey. Hive and Honey. Cute. Isn't that a cute thing? So is we're going to go there. Oh, yeah. I'm ready. It's a swanky little place. Ooh, it's well, cool. we're fucking pretty swanky. Okay? Yeah. So. That's, that's what <laughs> I'm saying. We, would, we, we know our right shit. In. That's what I'm saying. We it's, fit uh, right in. Absolutely. So um, I'm just uh, in you know, in the midst of doing my master's. That's, that's what I got going on right now. Just kind of serving and bartending just to... Pay the bills, so to speak. And what are you getting your master's in? Uh, Marriage and family therapy. And how long have you, how much longer do you have? I've been in the program for a full year now. I have pretty much a year and a half left ahead of me, so. Okay. And how many hours of training? So I need uh, 225 to graduate, but then to get the full license, it's 3,000. So, I mean, that, that, that isn't necessarily 3,000 full, like, you know, you know client therapy uh-huh. hours, but it's the Is majority it, of it. Really? Uh-huh. So you, you have to be taking clients for 3,000 hours, or can it be your own therapy sessions? Like, if you're My going own to... therapy can count to up oh, to okay. 50. Up to 50. Oh, that's it. Um, oh, only 50? And there, there's, wow. like, you know, we, we can go to, like, seminars and, like, you know, things. like extra cu- Exactly. Extracurricular educational things can count towards okay. it. But there's there's a cap that all these hits. There's right. you know, When you go and do your, your licensing, um, all the things that you can have, like, applied you know, to, uh-huh. to those hours, basically like there's, there's categories, but again, I mean, there's, there's a cap to each right. at the end of the day, really what you're going for is those, you know, client hours. So, I mean, right. the, the, there's no cap to that. So you can have pretty much that full 3000 in client of hours if you that. want, but it'll, it'll take you 3000 hours. It takes you a lot of time. And I mean, that's, that's, you're lucky if you get paid for those. So, I mean, it is kind of a sacrifice is that like on top an of internship? that too. Is it internship? Essentially or? is, uh-huh. is what that is. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're, uh, uh, an associate therapist is what so I'm an AMFT associate marriage and family therapist as opposed to an LMFT licensed marriage oh. and family therapist. Wow. Oh, wow. So I mean, it makes sense. You know, you're going to have people's lives in your hands and you're giving them, you know, Amara, advice and Amara, everything like that. Isn't so, she going? Exactly. So I, uh, yeah, I think she's going to be a therapist too. Yeah. So, I mean, it definitely makes sense that you need this hey, many Amara, hours. Hey girl, hey. <laughs> send, <laughs> send us some crystals, girl. But, yeah. um, <laughs> But it makes sense that you would need that many hours, you know, to, to be hands-on with people. I mean, you're dealing with their lives and, like I said, giving advice and taking it all in. So Literally. it just seems like a, it's it's a lot. I didn't know yeah. it was that much it's, at all. It's, it, yeah, no, it's one of those things. I mean, you really have to kind of, you know, expect the worst and hope for the best with your clients that you come in. But, I mean, I, I have so many professors that are like, yeah, my first client was suicidal or, you know, these, like, crazy things. Yeah. My first client was, like, you know violently, you know, uh, trigger, I guess ahead of time, trigger warning, but like, you know, violently raped or mm-hmm. something crazy like that. And it's like, so intense shit. for, yeah, you know, there's for like, a new therapist. I, I, I think like of doing it now it, and it was uh-huh. like 23 year old little me, you know, in a room and there's, you know, somebody comes in and they're just sobbing tears from the moment they get there and, you know, sobbing from the moment they leave. And it's yeah. like, you know, at the end of that hour, you don't see any progress made or you hope you do anyway. But I mean, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it, it's a lot, you know, it's, your people literally are putting their lives in your hands to a degree. Every you know, everybody's subjective. Everybody's there for a different reason. But 
Um, yeah, and I imagine like a, you it's, also it's a take lot. it in, you know. It's yeah, but you have a, to a start somewhere. It. Yeah, no, no, I agree. And like you know, you never know what your first clients are going to be, but like you said, it could be right the very intense ones that Maybe. you're just my into my fire. my first time in therapy. I remember you know I, I came in and I was just a you know a community college student that was just struggling to figure out what you know. I was discovering the world and figuring out my place in it and where I wanted to go. And it was just kind of, you know, the the normal stresses of things that were sort of getting to me, you know, among others. But, um, you know, I, I feel like I was a pretty easy case walking into the office that day versus, mm, you know, right. you, you have no idea what you're getting into when people walk in. So. Yeah. Yeah. You have no idea what someone's going through. You know, you yeah. can just walk past someone during on, on the street. You don't know what that and person's going everybody through. Everybody has something, too. You know what yeah. I mean? Everybody I'm has something about, that's, that's totally valid. I'm all about therapy. Like, yeah. Go get it out. It's like, there's a lot of people that really need it that aren't about therapy. You yes. know, there's, uh, you know, especially the people that. There's that stigma, ma- which is just. I you think, know, it's, I I think it's ending though. I it's, think the it, stigma it is, is getting better. It is a beautiful thing. There's a lot of, you know, really powerful voices out there between, you know, athletes and, and mm-hmm. music and entertainment, whatever it is that are, you know, people are really speaking out against it. Um, you know, that, that stigma is what I'm talking about. So. Um, Yeah, the generations are much more open to it, which, you know, like, but you see that younger generations are more progressive in like everything, you know, so they're just more open to this. So it's really good to see, but there is still that stigma, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's it's hard to overcome that. Exactly. I mean, you you can call out of work and, you know, you have the flu and most people really bat an eye at it. But if you call out of work because, you know, it's a bad mental health day. Uh Uh-huh. What what's the first thing you think your boss is gonna say is like oh that you know me yeah. too get the fuck in here you right, know but right. it's like uh-huh. eh, it's you know one thing if you're Suck it waking up, just you had, come in. yeah you had a bad dream or something you wake up not feeling right but it's another thing if you you know you 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 didn't you're sleep at all the other night because you spent the last mm. twenty four hours in bed sobbing mm-hmm. you know it's, but it's I a will whole say I will say one of the best things for you to do when you're in that spot is to get up and fucking go to work yeah so um. Yeah. It, so I think if I were a boss, I'd be like, get the fuck up and come to work. It depends on what you do, though. It dep- I mean, I, I shit, I think, you know, what I do serving and bartending, obviously to do it well, it takes a lot of experience. But at the same time, um, I'm not anybody can go in and do that job for the most part, you know, yeah, so I mean, you're replaceable. But, I, I, you know, absolutely. But at the same time, like, you know, we're supposed to put up a face. We're representing that business. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're providing an experience, not just taking on your order and making sure everything goes smoothly afterwards. And it's, you know, if I'm if I'm super depressed, I'm going to be a downer mm-hmm. for that table or, you know, do you whatever. get super depressed? Oh, absolutely. You know, I've definitely gone through my phase. I remember when I was um 1920 about that I went through like a six month bout that was my first bout of real depression and it was I mean it was it was bad I mean we we have both of our you know perspectives and memories of it and it was yeah. it was it was really tough it was tough I know it was tough for everybody else that was in the house mm-hmm. and it was especially tough for me I mean it was well, like well I know, mean and we were just worried that's months months at a time where you know I'd wake up and it was you know I I, I had no desire to get out of bed I had no desire to to move to express anything I mean it was just like all you feel is terrible you know mm-hmm. like yeah just so down, so it, sad. Just it, exactly, and I mean depression no and anxiety. You know, it manifests yeah. differently in everybody. Right. Everybody's looks different. Everybody's feels different. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's you know what clinical depression and anxiety are. I mean, anytime you can you know go ahead and like diagnose it, it you know literally means that it's making you incapable of having a normal day Mm -hmm. like it's gonna it's gonna take you out of work it's gonna take you out of school that sort of thing so yeah um, for me that's that's definitely where I I, you know I'm I'm happy to see that people are finally paying paying attention to it because there's a lot of students that get taken out of school and drop out of school and you know work vice you know whatever it is and it's sad because all they needed was just a week or a day or whatever it is well I needed some well I mean they needed uh, a healthy outlet yeah. yeah, to to some, get that out, like and like you know, I know, and, I think you would probably say like a push, but like a healthy push, you know, with some yeah. understanding. If that's the if that's where they're at in that moment, you exactly. Know? Sometimes you're not there. Like I know when I had my really bad anxiety, and I still have anxiety, um, and I go through my bouts that 
what and and you know certain certain degrees of it you you need medication or you need you know a lot of work mine Absolutely. is not that extreme but i know you kind of learn what helps you get through things you you it's that open dialogue with yourself right mm-hmm. and luckily i'm in a, a marriage with a really understanding partner and i'm able to tell him tell randy i'm going hey this is how i'm feeling i know i'm going through anxiety i know it doesn't make sense to you but this is what i'm feeling this is what i need and then he talks me down from it you know but i can tell him like I'm there. I'm feeling it right now. I don't feel good. I'm afraid of blah, 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 blah. I know it doesn't make sense, but that's what's going on. And then he's able to help me through it, you know? So, I mean, so you, that's you really need helpful. that, especially, you know, I mean, there's not a more intimate relationship aside from like parent child than, mm-hmm. you know, spouse to spouse. And I mean, you really, if, if that's something that somebody's going through, you, that's, that's a major support system for yeah. you. And you have to have them on board for that. They have to understand you know, to an extent and, yes, and be willing to cooperate. Because I know like what I'm having these anxiety attacks over, it's, it's irrational. I know it's ridiculous. You know, I, I shouldn't be afraid of what, you know, it's, it doesn't make sense. I, there's no reason for me, but I feel these things and it just helps me talk to him about it. And then he just talks me down. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine though if you didn't have a partner that understood that? Yeah, I, I, you wouldn't have a partner. No. I don't well, think no, no relationship do. would that's last. Perfect, but that's not a partner. That's I, I. I love how you said that. You you wouldn't have a partner. Mm-hmm. It would be a significant other, but yeah. it's not your partner. You could anybody. You could, you could live with somebody, but are that you know? Are you coexisting right. in that you know that union? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. No, that's a good way to put it. No, that's like pretty, I mean. It's fucking deep, okay? Yeah. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's, if our bitches don't have a man that does that for them, mm-hmm. that's an issue. It is an issue. Yeah. yeah. And I know, I know I frustrate Randall because like I said, a lot of the times that I go through these, you know, anxiety moments, it's irrational. And he's telling me like, this is not going to happen. Like, this is fine. You know, don't worry about this. Like, Max is breathing. You don't need to go you check know, on him. Like, you, you know, know our, but it runs in my head. So I know, you know he gets frustrated. You know, but our friend Laura, understands. she <laughs> would have um, her anxiety, her postpartum, when it was, when it kicked in, it was major anxiety. Mm-hmm. And um, when she had postpartum, she would have visions of like the school, the preschool burning down. And she would literally make her husband go, check, go on mm-hmm. check on the kid. And he he worked far. But she's like, I can't go check on it now, but you have to. Because I have like yeah. a, a, I have like a feeling the school's going to burn down or something. I mean. That's what I'm saying. It's irrational, and it, but it's and like debilitating. You know, it like is you're like, I, totally. I just need you to do this to make me feel it, better. Like, yeah. For me, it, you know, it's kind of important to recognize that it doesn't matter like what that little irrational moment is. It could be anything. It's just, you know, it's it's clearly because it's irrational, it's something that you're latching on to. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's just, it, it's, the, it's the spark that lit the whole thing. Did but, you I mean, have any weird... What is your weird anxiety or whatever that you have? Do you have anything that you is have a like trigger. a trigger or something weird that? Um, for me, it's very sensitive. I've noticed to time. If I am feeling like I don't have time to do what I had in my head that day, mm-hmm. I start to assume the worst. So for me, it's like shit. You know, I don't, I didn't, I don't have time to record the podcast, and now my mom's upset with me. And now, as soon as you walk in the door, I'm already walking on eggshells around you. And for you, it's like, why are you doing that? Right. You know, or, you know, I, I I do the same thing all the time with Maggie or, you know, whatever it is, you know, work. Even spirals. I could go into work with a terrible uh-huh. attitude because it's like, shit, I was rushed to get to work and I didn't get. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's weird. It, I mean, it really is subjective. But time for me is a huge time. thing. Okay. If I don't have control over my time, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm all I'm, I'm backwards. Yesterday, backwards. you and I had a text message going on about Father's Day and you were yeah. like, you were like, you know what? You're stressing me out about time right now. That's exactly what you said. And Literally. you're like, yeah. I'll talk to you later. And I thought, what's you're like, you out about time? Like, that's weird. What are you talking about? What are you, like, what's he talking about? Yeah, yeah. But that's it's, exactly I, I feel, what the fuck you just said. No, totally. It's, it's time for me. I have to have control somewhat over the time in my day. And the second that that goes, you know, out the window, if, if, 
I mean, it's life. Everything is going to come up when you least expect it, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, this, you know, it's one thing I, I obviously I don't have very good control over, but I'm trying to, you know, but you you're gotta, doing much better, yeah? Oh, very much so, I think. You know, I'm my own, my own therapy, I found a good therapist and we've been making, you know, great progress and doing really good work. And, but um, you, so um, tell our listeners so when you become a therapist, you have to do your own hours. Um, it's not mandatory, but again, you can do up to 50 of your own hours accounted for. Um, and it's one of those things, oh, it's, it's, it's not, it's, it's, not it it's not legally mandated or like the, you know, board shouldn't of behavioral sciences, the BDS. Every, that should be mandatory. I, every therapist should have it's, to go. It's one of the, yeah, like, I, and, you I, know, I think so too. Totally. I a hundred percent agree. And, you know, even in our school, it's, it's one thing that every professor definitely, you know, they're, they're trying to instill in us is like, you know, you, 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 you have to talk it. to somebody, yeah. you have to do your own therapy. But I mean, it's one thing that I've heard, you know, when I was just interested in getting into therapy in general was people were always saying like, to be a good therapist, you have to go through that process mm-hmm. to understand how that change happens what it feels like you know that sort of thing you have to have those you know for lack of a better way to put it those like aha moments where it's like you know something will click in your head and it's like oh wow mm-hmm. you, you know this is you, that moment yeah this is you know, what we're working exactly towards. someone someone pushed you enough about a subject to the point where it was like okay I have to talk about this yeah. now and I have to really think it through really feel everything that I felt and then at that point you know you can kind of understand it and move on it's you know it's never gonna go away but it's something that you can adapt to and that you could talk yourself out of or exactly yeah it's one mechanisms a hundred percent you know learning to get around defense mechanisms is a big thing everybody has their own defense mechanism or two or three that they really stick to um for me in particular I know that mine you know I I definitely just kind of put everything away you know I'll I'll just like tune myself out if that makes sense so that's one thing that I've been really trying you to have a, you down. he needs he he needs a lot of alone time hmm. so he Tons. he Tons. charges he charges on his own okay you know but it's funny like since since that's... Maggie and I have been dating and she's very much even more so than me she needs her alone time. So, I, I mean, for, for me, it's, you know, for the both of us, really, it's it's pretty helpful because we can be just us two and we can still recharge that way because we understand. And it's like, you know, we can be chilling in bed for a couple of hours, a few hours mm-hmm. and say a couple sentences to each other. And we're just in bliss the whole time because it's like we just get to relax, we get to be around each other, yeah. You know, and cuddle, but still, do like in your own time, exactly. You're not like on a date out to dinner, like what are we supposed to talk about? Let's yeah. keep the conversation going. Yeah, you know, for, you're in your own little world, exactly. But together, yeah, exactly. Aww. So I don't know. We we we've been you know we we may I make very a well suggestion? Make it make a suggestion. Do it. Okay, this is my suggestion. Do it. So, um. Postpartum depression is a huge fucking deal and no one talks about it. Yeah. Whether it's in uh, postpartum depression in the form of anxiety, like Darnell had. Which is what I had. Or it's depression in the form of clinical depression. And it's a real thing, as you know. Mm -hmm. And um, it can take women up to three years to get out of postpartum. My suggestion is if you can specialize in that and advertise yourself as a postpartum therapist or something like that, I think that that would be that amazing. Would be, that would be really that's, helpful. That's, no that's, one, a, that's a niche for sure. That's it a is great a niche, niche. but it, it's a needed one. And yeah, um, it's, it's extremely needed because like you said, no one talks about it. No and one also, talks about it. Even I don't uh, like that it's labeled baby blues. That sounds well, so like not. cutesy. And it's I, I'm not like, baby blues. It's brushing yeah. it under the rug. That's what our moms and yeah. grandmas call postpartum depression. Oh, you just oh, got, got the baby, the baby blues. blues. Oh, you yeah. Know, no, there's, no, no, no. There's, there's, a little cutesy. Need. No, I'm going through some fucking shit. Yeah. No, totally. Yes, yeah. I don't I feel fucking crazy. Yes, exactly. And I will murder you. Nobody can do anything to my baby but me because I'm, I know nothing, but I'm the only one who knows everything. That's yes. what your brain does. And, yes. you know, like they make it cutesy and it's not like it's a real thing. No, I mean, you know, it's one of those things like, you know, the baby blues, 
there's a level of truth to it because, you know, obviously it's depression that you only go through post birth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the same time, it's still depression but no nonetheless. One, but women don't talk about it uh, hardly at all. Yeah. Like when Darnell was going through it, and yet for we me, didn't talk about it's, it. It's like, why the fuck didn't of, we talk about I, you know, it? I feel yeah. like it's a societal norm where it's like, uh, you know, it's just like, you know, mom brain or so, you know, I've heard, um, I have, brain. yeah, yeah uh-huh. I've heard that a lot before where it's like, ah, she's just crazy. Hormones are everywhere, which is, it's again, there's a level of truth to it, right. but at the same but time, it's like that's, it you know, off. and again, you know, it's yeah. not making anything better. And, it's, and it's like belittling like what you're going through. So you you feel even it's more just gonna crazy. Make it worse, you know, you know? you're and like, geez, like one it's of those, not a big deal, but one of why those is it like me, killing me? Right? It's a it's a societal norm and I feel like I don't know. It's one of those things where I'll be like, nah, I'll blame the patriarchy on that. Yeah. You know? Because <laughs> like guys don't have to go through it, uh-huh. you know, like half your population doesn't have to go through it. Right. For, for it's the breadwinners for whatever reason. And yeah, you know, thus so, the other side doesn't really get much attention to it. But yeah, no, it's true. You should what is it, thirty five if I'm not I mean Again, this is off the top of the head, but I think 35% of women go through um, postpartum. I think it's post- more than that. So I, I mean, mean, I don't know what you, you've probably learned. A, that, a, a that's smidget. not that's not even a third of women. That's a third of births. So that could be easily more than a third of women. Right. You know what I mean? So oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. And I mean, what we've found with our podcast, because now, like, we we're extremely open with what we've been through. Yeah, like, we now, have we have our listeners that are yeah. like. I just had a baby. I'm going through some shit. Like, what the fuck? Does anybody feel this way? And it's like, oh my God, yes. Are they like, we're so glad you mentioned this on the podcast. Nobody talks about these things. Like, and then we talk about it in our champagne room that everyone should join on Facebook. But, you know, like, that's where we can actually discuss these topics because nobody talks about them. No. That's, you know, absolutely. I I know of like, you know, there are mom groups out there and there's a a million different reasons why moms get together and have, you know, shit to go and talk about that nobody else is going to relate to. But I feel like in particular, you know, the postpartum group, um, one of the first things that any therapist will reference anybody to, you know, no matter what you're going through is, you know, if you really feel like it, there is a support group out there for a wide variety of reasons. Mm-hmm. And if there, I, I don't know personally off the top of my head, but there has to be some sort of postpartum organization that can help people and help you know moms link up together there has mm-hmm. to be i would hope it's that called there's the a blue lot of dot them. project and it is a comedian by the name of angelina spicer i've heard of blue dot for sure okay so she is the face of blue dot and uh that's strictly for postpartum depression so when she had her that. when she had her little girl um she literally fucking felt crazy. She got committed. Like, she ate. It happens. Her kid was eight months. And her she went into her therapy appointment. She started going to therapy because she was like, I'm not feeling right. And this is scary. So she started going to therapy. And at eight months, she was totally shut off. Girl, you just take the rest of that. She was, sh- <laughs> she was totally shut off. And her therapist said, I need to commit you today. And Angelina said, what do you mean? She goes, I need to, we're, we're, I've got to commit you today. You're not getting any better. 5150, you got to put him in sometimes. And she did. And Angelina said, you mean somebody's going to cook for me every day? Yeah. <laughs> she's like, she's like this, is, this is heaven. Do you mean I get to sleep when I want? <laughs> she's like, do you mean I don't got to put on my fucking clothes if I don't want? And she goes, commit me. Sign me up. (laughs) Sign me up. She did 30 days. Literally, her therapist and her let the husband know and the mom know and her mom take care of the baby. The baby's not going to remember shit when she gets older anyway. Take care of this baby. She needs to go away for 30 days Mm -hmm. and she needs to get better. And that's what she did. So she's on, um, of course, she is on medication, but it's. It gets less and less. You know, it's yeah. 30 days versus for some moms, three years, you know, mm-hmm. that can really drag on. Right. And at that point, the baby will remember. And there's a lot of, I mean, it's it's the theory of attachment. It's one of the biggest theories that we operate off of. And I mean, literally, it's just the parent-child connection. And I mean, there is there is so much long-term effect 
from cuddling your mm-hmm. baby and it I just cuddled oh, you a lot. Oh, uh, right and look how close we were i mean it's I cuddled you all the time. I'll yeah. cuddle you today and bend your butt. Yeah, right. I mean, it, you know exactly. And I mean, think think of the babies that didn't, yeah. right? Think Good. of the babies that didn't get that. You know, and I mean, it's just because their mom wasn't in the right frame of mind and was never given the help or the tools yeah. to really get that through. They say that that is more likely that 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 um, human will be subject will be an addict because they have a trigger that happens when they get older. And they become addicted to something because they of something have. that happened when they were a baby or when they were in the womb. Yeah, absolutely. Like drug addict babies too. It's 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 crazy. It's terrible, and it happens all the time. I mean, in, the sad thing is, unless you know, oh. unless a kid has like <laughs> we're a, talking about babies, taking her birth control, babies, taking her babies, <laughs> swing it down with some rosé. You're like that. <laughs> That's right. That'll make it better. Yeah. That'll make, that makes it work better. Oh, one that step is at a time. But I mean, exactly. It's I don't know. There's there's a lot of a lot of unseen damage that can be you know yeah we, we can rid of just if if people were given the chance to talk about their PPD or yeah you no know. you know what I think about like because I was so young I was 16 when I had you so I think about like. What damages did I do to you at 16? You know, what What did I do? I I don't know. there was so much that you didn't know at your age. Yes. And you were like, just kind of like, well, figuring I guess it I'll out. Do this. You know, all I opposed- knew, all I knew what to do to you, though, was to cuddle the shit out of you and uh, kiss you. That's what I felt. And that's what I knew. But, you know, there was a when I turned 21. Right. There was a time, a short, shorter period, I would say six months or a year where I did go out a lot and you slept with Ga all the time. Right. So I don't, did that affect you? I mean, obviously it did. I mean, there's probably several things that affected you. I mean, but, yeah, I mean, but I think that could be like in anybody's life, you know, like, like things that my mom did, like when I was young, like, you know what I mean? Like it, there's so many things that can affect you. I don't want you to start feeling bad or anything, but I'm just saying like it can affect you as you grow up, but at certain degrees, you know, like totally like Jonathan is successful and healthy and uh, smart and well adjusted, if you want to say, you You know, so it's not like he's screwed up, you know, but, you know, different. Can you open a red, babe? Sorry. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> on that note. Cheers to that. I was, no, I well, was, we can say, I was paying attention. Well, we can say, I mean, you know, when we're recording, I think I'm like, geez, I'm not, I didn't put Max to bed tonight, you know, like, does that going to affect him? You know, like, I know because all he these has things. a parent there. There's all these things, you right. know. You know, for me, I had, you know, two moms and a quarter of a dad. So, I mean, there's, there's yeah. a lot where that, you know, that three quarters really mm-hmm. affected me of what I didn't have. But at the same time, I'm a, you know, pretty sound, logical person, you know, yeah. emotionally stable to foundation. an extent just because yeah. I had the coddling. I, you know, I, I had right. the affection and, and the love and, and all the effort and stuff. So it's, <laughs> oh, we're fun. Are you juggling over there? Jonathan. He's like, we're fine. No, we're good. <laughs> he didn't even look. He's like, we're fine. <laughs> He's, yeah, he's, he's I was waiting for Grace, that. Grace, shit, dude. You know what? That's my, that that's my fucking, that is my gold over there. That is so, I know, right? You're like, <laughs> it's like worth, that it's up. worth gold. Anyway, um, but, I, you know, but there's, you and I have had conversations where you tell me, th- after therapy, you tell me, oh, maybe this has bothered me or, you know. There are things that you don't like to think about, so you don't take the time to. But until you take the time to, you'll never be able to formulate those thoughts. And, you know, even even more so that final step, at least in my mind, is like be able to put it into words of exactly how you feel. Yeah. Um, and, and that's that's a huge step in the I mean, just understanding, accepting and moving forward with your emotional problems. Well, yeah. and I think that I, that lends itself to you know, even though like maybe some, I mean, you guys, you're, you're a mother and a son, you're going to have disagreements, you're going to have, you know, ups and downs. But I think that just lends itself to what a good relationship you guys have, that you're able to discuss these things. 
We've always you know? been very, always. very open, and that, super and that, open about I'm very, everything. We're very That's open great. about stuff. You know, I mean, there's there's a lot of things that I mean for the both of us as, as a mom to a things, son and know, a like, son to a mom things that we don't want each other to know or might not want to like talk about directly but at the end of the day there's there's nothing we wouldn't tell each other mm-hmm. yeah and that's that's rare from what I've yeah, seen with really uh, everybody is. around me you know yes. friends family whatever it is it's like people but you are also a very private man you don't like. Even from when you were younger. I'm an open book, but at the same time... You want your space. And I I actually, I've never, even though I was like a mom that you were never allowed to stay the night anywhere because you fucked it up once and that never happened again in high school, right? So that, I mean, you were, were you a freshman? I was a freshman. You were a freshman and I caught him drunk and ever since from freshman to, to senior, he wasn't allowed to stay the night at anyone's house. And that was a big... But it was, the, I mean, I was, it was in the midst of my senior year. It was like literally the day I turned 18. That was, like, said, that was like a ceremony of a birthday. And at that point, she was like, look, you know, if you go to jail, you go to jail. Right. It's not uh-huh. on us. It's on you. Yeah, you're you know, 18 if, now. If, you, if you fuck up, it's like big boy responsibilities. Right. So, you know, she anticipated me to have, you know, that that big boy responsibility. And mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, I, I never did anything really bad at all. No, you, know? you didn't. Like I really did have that yeah. responsibility. You've always, you are the, you know, I always tell Darnell that Max is like this. You think most of the time. You think before, when you were younger, you always looked at the other kids to see, oh, do I want to do that? Is it worth it? Are they going to get hurt? <laughs> like, this is what you guys look at. And Max is yeah, the same Max way. Max is very similar. Like, he's very sensitive. Max is very sensitive. He's very sensitive. He's, like, he, he, but I love, I, sometimes I'm like, oh, Max, like, you know, it's okay. Like, you don't have, you know, because sometimes he, he cries, yeah. he gets emotional. But, like, I also love his sensitivity because we can tell him, you know, hey, like, you know, you hurt daddy's feelings because, you know, you said this or you're not listening. Like, you know, you need to listen to daddy or mommy or something. And he'll feel and bad. And he feels bad, you know, and he doesn't want to hurt anybody's feelings and he doesn't want to make us mad, you know, like or get us upset. So I do... I, I like that about him. He is sensitive. He cares about what other people feel. And, you know, you know? I, I feel like for people that are sensitive, a lot of the times their passions are going to develop through those sensitivities. So watch Max as he grows up and mm-hmm. it's going to be a beautiful thing. You're going to see the things that he really cares about in life are going to be through those sensitivities. I I put everything on that. Yeah. Really, really I do. Yeah, so we, we try to like, I never, I never ever, and I and I don't like when people do this to, to little boys. I never say like, stop crying or, you know, like, you're a boy. Like, you need to be, no, I'm like, come mm-hmm. here, give me a hug. Let's, let's, let's talk it through, yeah. you know, let's no, talk me, about this. Like, why are you crying? Yeah. Like, it's okay to cry. Like, totally. I tell him that. Yeah. You know, he needs to be able to be comfortable with me and God, this. Me and God never stopped you from that either. No. Or like, you, you know, were very, no, he's, he's, he's always like a, a little sensitive. girl. Like, that kind oh, of stuff. God. Like, no, no, like, no, no, you know, no, no. I, That's going to do never. so much even, damage for us. Even Pops never did that either. Pops would be like, come here, J-Man. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, let's hug it out. Let's talk through it. Why, you know, why are you crying? Let's find out, you know. Max is going to say this stuff to you pretty soon. Jonathan used to say this to me, like, you're yelling at me. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm like, because I'm upset with you. Well, you're being mean to me. And I'm like, oh, my God. He's being so sensitive right now. I'm like, come here. Yes, I know. You're like, come here. Give me a hug. Yeah. I'm not mad at you. Like, you're not in trouble. I tell him, like, you're not in trouble. Just listen. I mean, whatever. All you have to do is just. (laughs) It ended up, you know, you get to facilitate, like, a good, healthy dialogue about things. Instead of, you know. Right. You were very dialogue forward. Instead of slapping a kid upside the head super hard and being like, hey, don't do that again. They're not knowing why it's bad. Exactly. They're just learning, like, okay, I'm not gonna, you know, do this right, specific we'll do this thing. Here's the deal. Yeah. Here's the deal, guys. There's got to be some common ground, though, because like, you need to slap a motherfucker sometimes. It's conditioning, <laughs> okay? though. I mean, I, I was, you know, I was like hit, spanked very rarely as a kid, but when I did, I remember all those moments. It was like, what did I do to to get that? Yeah. You know, like, oh, okay, I, I'll, I'll really think about that. I'm not gonna do that again. Like, oh shit, my mom spanked me. 
Yeah. This is and then your like, you know, you don't got to put serious. me in time out. I'm going to go to my room. I got my own shit to hey, think about. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> right. Let me analyze this. I need what you guys to give me some space. Yeah. And I got to evaluate what, though, myself. Honestly, that is totally nature versus nurture because yep. that is nature. That's you being you. When Greg and I first got together, we would have these big discussions about nature versus nurture. And also... And I'm just going to actually be totally honest on the podcast right now. And I'm going to out myself. Okay. I was totally against gay people having babies. Oh, you were? I was. Oh. When I was, when I first started dating Greg. I don't know if I knew that. I've I don't think you did. That, that's I don't a think I've never, that's like I've a never said one. that out loud. You know, that there are people that are, you know. Pro pro gay marriage and they're you know they're totally I was they're not they're not homophobes but, but I they, thought they would shouldn't have but kids but they are against gay couples having, having a kid yes. together that that's something that I've heard a lot about and I feel like that is a topic that's a hot topic that yes. no one thinks or addresses no no that. one yeah. no one I'm gonna tell you what Jay I never nobody of fucking that. addresses that because they're they don't agree with it and they don't want to talk about it because they think that it's that nobody's going to agree it's, with them it's or just different. It is different. And a lot, I'm going to tell you what, yeah. a lot of people do not think gay people should have kids. I, and I know that there's a lot because of people from, out there. there's so, there's a lot of pro gay marriage, pro gay people out yes, there that think that this don't way. Want them yes. There's a lot of and them I there. actually was one of them when I was younger. And that's so Greg, hard for me to wrap my head around. It is Greg. And I used that to, to not, not, not want them to have kids. I'm, I'm, it's weird. I'm struggling with right? that. Yeah. You know, like- no, yeah. And Greg used to be, he, from day one, Greg has been pro-gay marriage, pro-gay people having kids. Mm-hmm. He was, he taught me, no, this is why it doesn't fucking matter. Uh-huh. And uh, that's probably because the way I grew up. Right. Okay? Yeah. So you grew up. Similar to this, I did grow up very and, similar and, to that, and we are we come up finally with our own way of thinking. Yes, but when Greg and I used to have conversations, he used to, you know, when we talked about these hot subjects, I would say, "Oh yeah, no, I would, I anybody should be able to get married, but like honestly, only straight people should have kids." And he would be like, "Whoa, whoa." I can't believe you just said that. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was way younger than me. He was four years younger than me. Um, he was 19 when we started dating. I was 23. And it took a, it, it was a bit for me. To, to, I'm to, like, to oh. open your mind to that and kind of like. I'm like, oh my God, that is so wrong what understand. I'm thinking. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and well, I thought what I was, I thought what I was thinking was, was totally right. fucking normal. So that, well, I thought it was normal. So that's why we need, even though these topics topics are so We need to talk to about talk, this shit. We need to. So we can, you know, open people's minds. You know, share opinions. Share disagreements. You know, talk about it back and forth. You know, like Thank nobody you. wants to talk about it, but you need to talk about these things because, you know, like Greg helped open your mind, you know, and there's oh, other yeah, people. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, you know, like, I mean, I have discussions within my family of certain things and, and it's hard, like. So well, it, it, and it's Gray so was hard very like. I don't want to talk to anybody about it because I, I get so upset, you know, like because I have my position and and they have their position, and you just don't want to talk about it, right? Well, but and Greg, when we used to talk to Jonathan, like that was, he made sure that. <laughs> Thank you. You're we, the best. He, Thank you. <laughs> Oh, no. Filling up on the water. He's <laughs> Greg is filling us up on our water. Thank you. And Thank our you. beers. Oh, you got a new beer? I drank a lot of that tartare. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, it's good. It's like lemon Um, We're having some deep conversations. We have to have we some are good having some deep conversations. But I'm going to tell you what, D. Greg, uh, he had a lot of influence in the way that Jonathan thinks, mm-hmm. I believe, because I mean, I'm more of a... I'm more of a black and white person, right? Uh-huh. And so what I, what I, I feel think, like as an intellectual, what I think you take is the right way. And really yeah. acknowledging yeah. And, that gray area, you right. know. But right. that's not always the right way, and um, but that's good. That's good. You want to have you know the give and take and talk about these discussions and and when someone challenges challenges that's you, like true. you want to be that's able true. to explain 
why you believe in certain things. Yeah. Randy and I have deep discussions. Even now, we disagree on certain things. Or you know, the boys I'm, are talking about beer. You guys. Yeah. Shut up! Shut up! Firestone. It's just boring. But like Randy and I have discussions, and even now we disagree on things. And like he and I'm like, well, tell me, you know, why do you think this? Or show me what you think about this. And then he'll send me articles, or we'll talk about. It. And I'm like. Okay. All right. I see this. Or, or, or Fair like, enough. Like, you okay, know. you feel this way. Let me tell you why I feel this way. And then, yeah. you know, you don't have to agree on everything. So no, then we'll we're not to, going to. We'll come to an understanding. He'll be like, okay, I understand your point of view. I yeah. don't agree with it, but I understand you. And then, yes. and then we can move on. You know what I mean? But yeah. you have to be able to discuss these things. Yeah. Totally. All the difficult topics. You do. But I feel like. You've come a long way. I have. If you're. Oh, I'm so proud of you. Oh. Well, shit, I've come a long way too, girl. You, I know. We both have, right? Yeah. Our we did our families. <laughs> and, you know, like, my mom and dad actually are liberal. Um, you know, they're not liberal, but they're Democrat. For, uh, right? I would I, say I would they're pretty say liberal. They're Conservative they're, Democrat? They're, they're liberal, mm. you know. But they're to, older. It's a different generation it's, that, and that's a different, a, yeah, that's a a di- you know, and even between them, that is kind of a gener. It's like half a generation. You yeah. Know? yeah, no, it is. So, I mean, really, I mean, I'm very getting these things through, like you know, the older generations, and even yes. you and I are like part of an older generation. And like, I'm like, whoa, like there's so much like I don't understand, like you know, like technology. I have to learn like this point of view. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like thinking of our parents or our grandparents, like they have to overcome so much that they've lived through. So I understand like the generation, you know, but just being able to be open to certain things or being able to talk about things. Yeah. Right. Not being shut off. And not, yeah. I mean, it's, it's fucking hard. With, it's hard. With those <laughs> generational gaps, I mean, there's, there's a lot that happens in between that, you know? And I mean, like I think of something as concrete as, you know, technology, for example, and it's like, shit, you know what, what my kids are going to grow exactly. up with technologically. Exactly. I remember, you know, I was one of the first generations where you like were. we had a computer in home. Yes. That was, that was even rare at the time, you know, and, and to think about it now where it's like, shit, yeah. you know, my kids are going to grow up and there's going to be 20 computers in one room for the most part, you know, I mean, like shit. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, like this they're going to have a phone and home, a pad and sm- a exactly. TV. I, and a, I, I do I look not. At Max. This, and he, he knows how to unlock my phone, unlock the, the tablet that we have at home. It's not my tablet anymore. It used to be mine. It's his. Like, he has all of his games, and he can, like, sl- slide through different things, and he's click. I'm like, how did he figure, how did he do that? You know, I don't even know how to get to where right? he just got. Like, how did he do and that, you, you know? Crazy. Like, it's just like a nature to him. You, I mean, you kind of grew up with that. Yeah, I mean, I, I like you to- You learned on your own. I'm I'm pretty good with it for the most part, just kind of on my own, definitely. But I mean, shit, I think about it, and it's like, yeah, think of like all the the smart home technology that's coming through, like mm-hmm. on the daily, and it's like, good lord, like the microwave's gonna be smart, the oven's gonna be oh, smart, yeah. the TV's yes. already smart. We have an iPad, the iPhone. Well, I mean, I just I but, really like, am excited what is, for that. You're, time. Gonna, you're <laughs> gonna sit down on your couch, yeah, and I'm it's excited. gonna know if you're cold or not, well, and like adjust its temperature. Just, like think about it, you know. You wouldn't have to say Please. anything. Please. So, like, if we could just air conditioning everything like and for, for me so, my, my mind my guilty conscious i'm like how many wiretaps do we have in this fucking house right now like <laughs> so, like shut up shut up alexa yeah, like, right? i, I know, don't need you i know so like at our house we have you know we have the google home we have a nest um so like we can control the air conditioning we can control the lights everything from like google home or our phones so it actually took us quite a few months to get randy's parents and my mom used to that because they would come over and watch max and they're like how do we turn the air conditioning on or how do we do this i'm like oh you just have to say it they're like what i'm like no just say this and they're like i don't want they're like nervous to say certain you know what i mean like because it takes you can't really blame them you know like like, i don't want to say you know google turn the air conditioning on or you know hey google turn the lights off they don't know they're like that's they don't understand that you know so it took a long time just to get them used to it so i mean i can't imagine like what else is out there and what math is going to be doing. I mean, shit, technology advances on a daily basis so much. I mean, think about what it's going to be in five years, ten years yeah, from now. That's so what I'm saying, like, by the time that I have kids, shit's going to be, your, your home is going to look so much different. Yeah. You know, it's, it's crazy to me. That's pretty cool. It's exciting. 
it's exciting, but you hope that it comes with responsibility too. And we're not just like, I, I hate how dependent I am on technology, my phone. Oh yeah. Like someone was, uh, I heard somebody giving like, you know, millennial shit because they, you know, they can't get anywhere without their, you know, GPS and their smartphones. And I really sat and thought about it and I was like, Huh. Yeah, you're like well, touche. I can't. I you know, yeah. touche. Absolutely. Like, I, Can you read a map, like an actual physical paper map? I'm yes. pretty good about. I mean, as I'm lucky Greg enough, I can get down on a fucking I'm, map. I'm lucky enough I to have grown up like, I'm, like <laughs> I'm pretty knowledgeable of like knowing like where the coast is and the fact that our coast pretty much face south. So like you know, the this? beach is that way. That's south. Uh-huh. That's north, really. Oh. Like you want to go to the North Pole, like you go that way. Uh-huh. Normally you think like that's that's east. It's not east. East is that way. That's you know? good. So that's, it's like at least you have some like directional, yeah. you know, perspective. Like I'm horrible direction wise. So I, Randy, like years ago, we took um a trip up to Northern California, and I was supposed to be his navigator, <laughs> and I was horrible i was horrible at it that was, was when you were pregnant yeah no that was before that was oh, earlier okay. i was, gonna say, we had I was horrible horrible at it and he was like he kept having to pull over and like figure it out i'm like i can't i can't fucking do this i'm like yeah. I just, no i'm like just get me to what the i can't first of all me and you looking at a map like that's no. just not fucking oh happening us, we don't even know what east to west south and no north is. us getting out to la to do a podcast interview i fucking get lost every time I'm like, I'm like, she, the, the, I'm like this freeway, and it's like, the, I'm like, shit, I just took the wrong exit. Like, yeah, I, yeah. Even with Google telling me, I'm like, get lost. Like, I'm, we're horrible with directions. Yeah, no, we are. It's and like the blind lady in the blind. Seriously, like I get lost, and you, do you remember when we were going out to? Was it to go see Annabelle, or was it to go see Danny? Aw, I hope you guys really enjoyed part one of our chat with Brandy's love heart, Jonathan. Stay tuned for later this week for part two. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Bubbles with BND and join our super secret Facebook group, The Champagne Room. We have so much fun there. You guys are missing out. Make sure you give us five stars on iTunes and a great review and can't wait to chat with you guys again. Love you. Bye.